Taro's already hype. What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameverse, episode 084, Saturday, November 13. I am Wasabi Ice Cream. Joining me as always, Rick, what's up? Yo, what's up, man? I'm good. I'm excited. Uh, we've had to take a couple breaks for a while, but you know, we're back, we're here, and I'm ready to get this going, man. Start off with uh, what we do every day. Um, what games you've been playing first off and second, you were at a Denver comic con, right? How was that? I was, uh, it was great. I didn't take any pictures. I got to, uh, talk to Zachary Quinto, um, who I guess is working. He's, he's doing a new star Wars movie, I guess. I'm not, look, I should be embarrassed about my, uh, (laughs) About my 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 nerddom, I guess. Yeah. Did I say Star Wars? I did. <laughs> I think I said the same thing. I did the same thing when I was when I was talking to him. Yeah, I know Star Trek. Okay, look, I don't. I'm not a fan of either. I'm not a fan of either. Okay. I'm not a fan of either of them. So yeah, fuck, fuck, you know. But uh, fucking fraud. I know. I know. I'm a phony. Okay. But uh. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Actually, I um uh I went with a couple of friends. I like I had no idea that this um like there were so many events uh so close by. I've been living here since like 2017. I never bothered to look at like what stuff is going on, you know. Yeah. So, um yeah, I'm the same way. I've been in like Tucson my whole life and I'm like still discovering shit. Yeah. But there were a lot of panels. I got to like talk to a bunch of like comic book creators and um, just learn the learn the process of comics. Like comics, another thing that I don't know anything about. I don't think I've ever read a comic, so it was just interesting, you know, seeing how like the artist uh, writer dynamic is. Oh um, yeah, because like there's like stuff with that. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. It was interesting. So. Yeah, back in the day when comics were done on like like uh ink and paper like you actually had like three people you would have like a writer the actual artist and then the uh i can't remember what their names were called they're called the the line artist yeah they would do like the tracer the line work and yeah the tracer so that's what we would call them as a tracer but the actual <laughs> like professional term is like a line artist but i only know that from uh the outlines and uh color in the the, the backgrounds too. I only know that from was it Chasing Amy? Chasing Amy. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I looked it up, but I'm apparently that's like a real like thing. Like they didn't just make it up for that for that movie. Yeah, it's like a real thing. And like, a lot of line artists get pissed off when you call them tracers. <laughs> I don't think it's like a big thing anymore though, because I think it's all done digitally now. But I don't know. yeah, I, I haven't read like picked up a comic in so long. Um, the last comic I bought was. Oh God! I want to say it was a Comic Con like twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen. Yeah, Comic Con twenty eighteen. I picked up. Uh, I think it was called Dead Reckoning Volume One. I never read it. I just picked it up because it was. Uh, it's based on a script from George Romero. He's the guy who created like the modern zombie. He did like Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, all those movies. Yeah, and after he died, I guess they found like a script he was working on, and they converted it into a comic book. 
and that's like the only reason I bought it. I haven't even read it yet. Huh. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big like. I want to. I want to get into comics. I don't fucking know where to start, dude. <laughs> Leo, Leo in the chat, um, which you can go to gamerverse.com/slash/twitch and join us in the chat. We do this live. Uh, he says in the chat, uh, they're still done that way with pencils and inkers and typesetters. Oh, okay. Okay, um, I didn't know that. I thought it was all done digitally now. So that just goes to show like how little I actually know about the comic book process now. Yeah. Um, but that's really cool. That's really cool to know. Um, but yeah, I haven't really read a comic in, for, in so long. I want to. Is there any good comic recommendations? You ever recommend me like one-shot comics I could read? That um, I the one. So there was one writer there that told us that he had a... Uh, Count Chocula uh, fanfic. It was like it was like all the serials were like battling each other. So you had like Count Chocula and Captain Crunch and like Crunchberry and they were like all he had like a fanfic comic of like all of them like battling Please or something. Please tell me. Please tell me <laughs> called it serial killers. I don't know I don't know what he called it he didn't really have it at hand he said he like wrote it before he like was in the industry so i don't remember i forgot to look it up until just now but uh uh leo says invincible is a good series invincible oh yeah and that's invincible that's one i really wanted to get into i started re-watching the show um i did i watched the first season of the show and I try to get into the comic. I try to get into the comic, but because the show got so popular, all the first editions or the first volumes were sold out like everywhere. I couldn't find it. Um, I just gave up. I can probably get into it now. I'm, I'm sure I can find like a copy of the first volume. Well, Leo's not, just like, spitting out. I didn't know he was such a big comic guy. Yeah, thank you, Leo. Like, I want to get back into them because, like, I've read a couple. Um, I read uh, Watchmen, because who hasn't read Watchmen? Um, Watchmen's really good. That's one I've read. Um, I tried getting into Paper Girls. That one's pretty fun, too. I've only read the first issue, but I like Paper Girls a lot. Um, I read all of Scott Pilgrim. So I'm not like a total comic noob, but <laughs> I just I don't want to get into like some of the major like Marvel DC, because they have so much shit like, behind it that I don't know where to start with it. <laughs> You know, if you want to read Spider-Man, you can't just read Spider-Man now. You got to read all this other shit ahead of time. Um, here's a here's a question. Yeah. Okay. Now now we're getting off on on tangents here, but let's right. let's uh, how how do you read a comic? Do you like get like are you are you sitting at the like dinner table with with just like a uh you know with the lights low and a glass of wine or are you you just whip it out at the cafe or because i never see anyone reading well right but like you see people with books everywhere you don't really see people with comics is there like a negative stigma as to where you whip out your comics or i think it depends on the comic like i don't think there's a negative stigma now but I have a theory. Uh, Leo was saying Marvel and DC can be too intimidating for new readers. Absolutely. That's why I don't want to get into Marvel and DC. Um, but the thing with comics is that a lot of serialized comics are really thin books. You know, like the stereotypical comic book is like this thin like book. 
like a magazine almost, but very, very small. It's like a weekly issue, sometimes monthly. Uh, those you can read very quickly. <laughs> and so you're not going out to a cafe to read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is something you pick up and you're reading at home. Awesome. Cool. Can't wait till next week. Shove it in your collection and wait till next week. Um, but full size, like graphic novels, like, you know, Invincible has a compendium so you can get like the first, like, I think like three volumes and it's like a proper like novel size book. You know, that might take some time. I can definitely see someone like going to a cafe and reading that, but also you have to be aware that there's pictures of what you're reading. So you got to be careful, like what you're reading and where, like, yeah, I would love to read Watchmen like on the train or something, but or like on a train or something, or like on a bus. But you know, if someone looks over my shoulder and they're seeing some of the, the fucked up shit you might see in Watchmen, <laughs> you know, that's gonna cause some issues. People around you, I guess it all depends. Like, I don't think there's a social stigma to it, but I think a lot of people just would prefer to read them like in the comfort of their home or something. That's what I okay. would do when I was reading okay. Scott Pilgrim. I'd read them all at home. All right. I guess this depends. Um, but Last no, week. I'm glad you got Comic Con, man. Um, anything else you've been playing or doing? Um, last week was our Extra Life Marathon. Yes. Um, so right. I did that. And I have some opinions on Resident Evil now. Oh, there you go. Um, I want to hear that. Because I was there for the first couple hours and you were getting into it. Yes. And then I left. Having, I having played through the entirety of the first game and as Chris, as Chris and playing through a, a decent portion of the second game uh the remake as okay. uh claire um i will say this first game trash dude this game is trash okay. uh it has some neat ideas but I it's just some some of the stuff that has you do is super obtuse like having to examine everything and then position it and then re-examine it and then it flips open and then oh there was a key inside um like that shit is fine it's because you marathoned it that I didn't like it no I wouldn't have liked this I didn't like it in 1998 and I didn't like it I don't like it now <laughs> or whenever it came out um I, I don't know. It's just, a lot of the puzzle elements of it were super obtuse. I'm like, how the fuck would you know to do this? Or like you walk into a room and then like the ceiling collapses and you're like, oh no, I'm stuck. I guess I should have had a certain item before I walked in. You're like, that shit is like fucked up, dude. Like, I don't, I don't, if I, if I need a guide, I don't know. I don't know if, if I needed a guide. Apparently you people just knew everything about this game. Uh, when it came out i don't know so but it depends on the game really like if you don't like a lot of puzzles and games that make you like examine everything i can see not liking it um i played the entirety of like resident evil one the original without a guide and i had a guide for the one remake when i was younger but i played the entirety of resident evil 2 the original without a guide and it was easy for me to get through it and yeah. it, it, that's that's part of the fun though is like getting through it getting stumped getting past it and then playing it again to see how fast you can do it this next time that you know where everything goes um and leo's saying like it's really intuitive uh modern games are geared less towards examining everything and i i agree like 
The well, thing with Resident Evil is that it, it's very environmental, environment heavy. Like it really forces you to take in the environment, um, examine not just examine everything physically, but also like when you walk in, like notice the lighting, uh, pay attention to noises. If you hear a zombie off camera, you know there's an enemy in the room with you. A big part of that game is like the environment and the atmosphere, and I think examining everything just lends more credence to that. Yeah, in my opinion. But I think also it was just playing this 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 enhanced version. Um, I just a lot of things were still bugging me, like like the the time it takes to just open a door, or like a lot of just there was like a a lot of time wasting stuff. So I'm like, we could can we just get rid of this or just make this faster or make this better? Uh, it was just annoying to play. Uh, I don't know with with so many choices. I don't know what like the choices they made regarding some some of the design. I was just like, this is this could be done better. Um, and no, they no, did do it better. Like yeah, they did do it better in Resident Evil Two because I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't like Resident Evil because Resident Evil Two is a fucking masterpiece, dude. I was loving playing that fucking game. Uh, uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That one's good. It's good. Oh, it's incredible, dude. It is so incredible. When uh, when the big fucker comes out and like chases oh, yeah. you through the entire thing, I'm like, oh, is he going to stop at some point? I'm just going to hide in here until he stops. And he doesn't stop. <laughs> You're forced to just do like this entire section with this asshole chasing you. Uh, it was crazy. I was like, it was annoying at first, but then it was just so like, as you see, like, oh my god, am I gonna be able to do this? Or oh, I just got this key for this for the thing that I saw way over there. I'm gonna try to do that while this guy's chasing me. Um, it's really uh, intense, and I'm glad I'm glad you're into it because it's like it is yeah. a really good game. And that's uh, the thing; it's not that I don't like examining stuff. I just they never tell you that that's a thing you can do in that game. They never tell you that. So it's not something I would ever even think of doing or even like if I look at something once and I'm not looking at it the right way and it says there's nothing to examine here, but there really is. If it tells me there's nothing because I did it wrong, but it didn't tell me I did it wrong. I'm going to think that there's nothing there and I'm going to move on. Um, and that's what that game fucks up. It's like you look at a thing and it's like, oh, there's nothing here. And it's like, oh, OK, there's nothing here. But then there I'll is something there. That, but the thing with that game, and Leo said people used to read the manuals. Yeah, like the manual. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, like told you could examine stuff. But what the, I'll, 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 what I'll defend with Resident Evil is that the stuff you can examine, it's like obvious what's um, what you need to examine. Like when you pull up a book, the book up, you turn it, and you're like, oh, there's a lock on it. Examine the lock, and yeah. then that's when the rest comes out you know you open up a key and you're like oh what's this key turn it over you see the the symbol examine it oh it's the shield key so it's not like it's cryptic like oh what am i looking for like you're looking for physical abnormalities in it and then you click on it to examine it and then it tells you what this abnormality is like it's not like something super crazy your book another example you know a book you turn it over examine like examine the pages the book opens like it's not something like super cryptic yeah. but i can see like maybe someone who's like who didn't grow up playing that 
you know, because modern games are very hand-holding. Like, you know, you don't have to, like, do that. You just pull up. And nowadays, a game would handle it by just clicking the exam button. It'll tell you, like, oh, this there's a key in the book. But you haven't actually turned it over. Um, and I, I can see where that would be frustrating. But someone like me who grew up, I'm you're, you're not just telling the game to examine it. You're physically looking at it, looking for abnormalities and hitting the exam button when you find one. That's how I always yeah. interpreted it. Um, and like i guess if it was in the manual because the, the thing was like it was at the very beginning of the game where you were like oh no you got to examine that thing and i was like th that was the point where every time i played that game that was the point where i was like i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do um because i never had a manual to look at like yeah. once i figured out that that's a thing you can do then that was a thing i, I was doing throughout um but it was just like figuring out that that was a thing you could do it was just um, whereas in Re Resident Evil 2, at least the remake, it tells you straight up when you pick up the first thing you have to examine, it goes, hey, you can examine shit. Yeah, uh, I think it's a bit easier in Resident Evil 2, right? I haven't played it in a while, but you don't have to like fucking move it over and look at all this crazy stuff. You just hit examine and then it plays. The no, I think right? I think you do position it. Okay. I think you I, do I sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. And I, I can definitely see that, and a lot of people say that, like, and I think Resident Evil 2 is a great game, too, because it, it's a good, like, middle ground of, you know, modern sensibilities with old-school puzzle solving. Yeah. I think it meshes that perfectly. Um, I still give credit for Resident Evil for being kind of ahead of its time in the way it handled it, but Resident Evil 2, the remake, does clean up a lot of that stuff that people didn't like about the original, that people don't like about the newer games. And I, I think it's a perfect mesh of that. And I, I can't, I personally can't wait to see like what else Capcom puts out with Resident Evil um, with this kind of yeah. style. Um, but I'm that's the thing, because- they coming out pretty soon, so I can't wait to see what that looks they've like. Got, they've um, got this style, but they've got that also like the PT, like first person style. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what they do then, because like, I don't know what they're dedicated to, but we'll see. Yeah. As long as they make good games, I don't give a fuck if I'm being honest. Resident Evil is like one of those franchises that's like, I don't like, I don't have a definition of like what Resident Evil should, should be. I have like an idea of what I want to see in a Resident Evil game. And I want a game that's going to give me fun puzzles, uh, real head scratchers that make me think, oh, that's really cool. Once I discover it, uh, really creepy settings, uh, inventory management. That's something I want to see. Yeah. Uh, but, they're kind of at this impasse, so they need to see which way they want to go with it. So I don't care what the next Resident Evils are, if they're first person, third person, unless it has those elements in it, I'm okay with it. And Leo was saying it hits a great balance, and yeah, I think it does too. Um, did you play, uh, what else? I know, I know there are plans to play, like, uh, Devil May Cry. Did you get to that too? I didn't get to Devil May Cry. I loaded up Resident Evil, and I was like, oh, I'm playing this, man. <laughs> I don't know, this one hit, like... <laughs> It's everything i was spot. looking for How yeah did you get uh, the rt remake i got to um what's her face the little girl i got oh, to sure. the the orphanage okay, uh so you got the police station then. yeah yeah the police station is the most like puzzle heavy part of the game like once you get out of there it's like it's kind of a straight shot almost to the end after that oh really oh so I, i'm done with the police station um, if you're playing as Claire and you're going to the orphanage, yeah, I think you're done with the police station. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm almost positive you're done with the police station, actually. 
And I think from there it's the police station, then sewer, then lab, and then end game. Oh yeah, I think I'm in the lab. Yeah. I'm in the I lab. Interesting. Yeah, you're okay. Super yeah, you're super close to the end. Yeah, get back into it. You're almost done. And then when you're done, play as like Leon. And is Leon actually different? Or... So, I don't know if this game does it. I, I've only played it through once as Leon, and I got to get through it again. But in the original Resident Evil 2, the game was different depending on who you picked first. I don't think this game does that, though. But I'll have to double check. Uh, but in the first game, essentially, you had like four campaigns. Because if you played as Leon first, Claire second, or Claire first, Leon second, the story was different for each person. Because mm. basically, like, it kind of makes, like, the first character you play as the main character, and the second player you play as is like, oh, what were they What were they doing while the main character is doing shit, is almost how it's played out. And playing through it again with switching it around, it does change aspects a little bit. Because they start at different sides of the police station, they start at different sides of the game, and they go through different areas. But the elements are still the same. Like, Leon always meets Ada uh claire always meets sherry uh but what bosses you fight um and what order you fight them and what help you have during those fights those are different um but yeah there's a lot of things to it it's pretty cool um i don't know if this game does that too but i'll have to double check um okay so yeah there are two scenarios is what leo was saying yeah um but i don't know i'm a, I'm a resident evil fan now this this yeah. this one converted me uh, good. Good. So if the, if the rest of them are this good, then then I'm on board. That's good. Um, you might want to try Resident Evil Four. It's not going to have the same like scary elements as like RE2 remake, but yeah. Resident Evil Four is still a fucking. Now I've played Four. I've I've played Four. I've never gotten very far in it, but I've played it. I've played Five, and I finished Five. Oh, I love Four. I think Five's a fun game. Um, five super cool. fun. Did you, did you ever get? Did you get to uh, Bioshock? I know that was another one you wanted to try. I did. I played a little bit of Bioshock. Um, I don't know. It wasn't hitting. <laughs> like Bioshock's a good game, but I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. A lot of people aren't gonna like it. I yeah. very, um, kind of word it. A very uh, unpopular opinions about Bioshock. I was yeah. gonna come out and say it. Bioshock Two plays a lot better than Bioshock One. That was the thing. I, I, so it was, it was switching between like the weapons and the plasmids that was like, why can't I just have the shock in my left hand and the pistol in my right hand and just yeah, use them you both? Can do that in Bioshock 2. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Then. <laughs> and everyone's talking about like, oh, Bioshock 2 is like the worst one. I was like, no, like objectively it plays better. The story might not be as good, but I'll argue that the game plays better all the way around. Yeah. Like, if the story for Bioshock is an A and gameplay is like a C, the story on Bioshock 2 is like a B and gameplay is like an A. So I think like depending on what you prioritize more, I would argue Bioshock 2 is better. And uh, Leo agrees with me that Bioshock 2 is the best one. But, 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 if you want a game that does the Bioshock thing but does it better, I will argue to hell and back, this is the hell I'm ready to die on, that Prey. 2018 does the uh, same thing Bioshock does, but substantially better. I will argue that Prey is a better Bioshock. 
Yeah, Prey is pretty dope. Yeah, it's really dope. Leo says he needs to play Prey. Yes, you do. I think it's like $20 on Steam right now. It's super cheap. If you have Game Pass, it's on Game Pass. It's got like Go a roguelike mode, too. Yeah, it's got a roguelike mode, uh, Moon Crash. That's all really good. Um, but yeah, Prey is fucking fantastic. If you like atmosphere, if you like tackling puzzles your own way or tackling um, problems your own way, um, total freedom and how to build your character up with like choices that I personally think actually do matter in terms of how you spec your character out can drastically affect how the game's played out. And on top of that, like it's just it's a really good story that'll keep you gripped from start to finish. Go try out Prey. I think it's fucking phenomenal. And I don't know if it did well enough for Arcane to do a sequel, but we'll see what happens. Um yeah, don't feel bad that Bioshock wasn't hitting you, right? I'm sure like if you played this game, like when did that come out? Like 2007? It would have been like revolutionary, but yeah. better to be performing. I, I played it when I played it a little bit when it finally hit PS3. Yeah. Um, and just never got into it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like it's it's I can I can tell it's a good game. It's just I don't know, something about it, it just doesn't really hit with me. Yeah, and that's fine. Like I'm sure it's one of those games you gotta let marinate a little bit, but I'll argue that like the gameplay in Bioshock 2 is so much better and nobody wants to have that conversation yet. Um <laughs> You're not ready. Else what was that was that it? Um, our friends at Nerd Junkies, if you go to nerdjunkies.com, they joined us, they joined us for a little bit to play some, uh, Back 4 Blood. Um, that game, that game's still fun. It's still fun. We just played through the first scenario again. Uh, I haven't put it up yet since it came out. I have it downloaded. I really should get into it. I've been so busy with other games and stuff. Yeah. It's fun. But, I don't know, a lot of people. The fucking beta was dope. (laughs) A lot of people don't think that it's as good as Left 4 Dead, but I never liked Left 4 Dead, and I like Back 4 Blood. So I guess it depends I on what you want. I think Left 4 Dead, like, they're very similar, like, mechanically. I think I just need to get some more time with Back 4 Blood to get a for- strong opinion, but I, I kind of like Back 4 Blood a little bit more. Yeah. That might just be because, like, you know, new game bias. You know, it's the shine. Oh, I'm sure once the shining stuff wears off. I might not like it as much, but we'll see. Um, anything else? Uh, that was it, I think. That's yeah, not I'll, I'll make it really quick. I haven't really played too many games. Um, I recently got back into Pokemon, so that's like an addiction. I started back up again. Uh-oh. Just Which one? Yeah. Uh, so I'm playing... I, I played Sword. I beat it, but... My brother got sword and he was like bragging about his team and I was like, I can fucking smoke your team, dude. <laughs> and I started like EV training a team to specifically built to take down his team just so I can like show him up. Um <laughs> and I got back into it. I'm like addicted to do it again. And uh but that that was like a really small like thing that lasted for a little bit. What I really want to talk about in the uh, interim, I was looking for games to play, so I was going through Game Pass and I booted up my computer for the first time in forever. I was going through Game Pass, and I was going to play on the interim between uh, SMT5 coming out. And I downloaded Scarlet Nexus. Okay. And I was fully in the mindset that I'm going to play this for a little bit. It might not be a cup of tea, but it'll maybe kill like an afternoon or something. Bro, I'm fucking hooked on this game. Wow. Like, holy shit. This game is phenomenal, dude. It's 
it's a really, really fun combat system that constantly is re- is giving you new shit to play with. So it's um, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's a uh, it's a uh, hack and slash almost character action game, kind of like Devil May Cry, but I want to say like less technical heavy. But it's got this really cool system where um, you have a uh, psychokinesis and you can throw shit at people. And then if you hit the attack button, your character will like dash into them and attack them. And so it basically, it opens up combo potential very easily because it doesn't matter if you're far away from somebody, you throw something at them, hit the attack button, you cancel out of that, dash into them and you start doing combos and you can cancel out of that into another like psychokinesis throw. And using those in conjunction does more damage, and it can deplete a bar underneath the enemy's health. And if you bring that bar down before you kill them, you can do a really cool finishing move. That one looks fucking cool, is satisfying as hell, second, and third makes the enemy drop more resources. Like that finishing move right there that you're seeing here, stuff like that. It's really, really cool. And on top of that, you have uh, teammates that hang out alongside you, and they can't you can't play as them. But you can link up with them and use their psychic abilities on yourself. So, like, there's this girl who has a pyrokinesis. And when I activate it, all of my attacks have, like, a fire ability to them. And they do more damage. And on top of that, I get a new um, a new uh, combo while I'm fighting. And every character has, like, a social link, almost like Persona. So the more I hang out with them, the more abilities I can unlock when I link up with them in my, t- in my party. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot of fun, dude. There's this guy that could turn invisible. So you could use him to like sneak up on enemies and get like a critical hit. So it knocks out that bar. So it's easier to do that finisher after you do that. There's this girl who uh, slows down time. There's this other girl who um, her powers, as you can see the future. So you can see enemies that are hidden and you can do perfect dodges fast uh more effectively oh by the way the game has perfect dodges like bayonetta so that's a thing that's fun to play with and i haven't even really gotten into it but every chapter it's introducing new stuff to me and it has a really cool skill tree that you can unlock more stuff in so the game has like a like a devil trigger mode like a witch uh witch time mode kind of like bayonetta or like of my cry where once you fill up this bar you become a lot more powerful and you can unlock modifications to it so it heals you while it's active or does more damage while it's active. It's a lot of fun. And Leo's saying it's not a gotcha, is it? No, it's a single-player RPG. It's a single-player action RPG, no gotcha elements, so go check it out. It's, it's a lot of fun, and I, 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 I'm kind of upset that I slept on it this long because I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. The story's really cool. Uh, I don't want to spoil it too much, but the game does that anime thing where it throws a lot of like pronouns at you of shit you don't know. <laughs> so you kind of have to read up a little bit on the lore, but it's, it's a lot of fun, dude. I really, really like it. And I'm, I'm, I'm upset that I slept on it this long. Um, I've been playing it for the past like week and I really, really like it. Um, also, I just picked up SMT five as well. Um, I was supposed to pick it up yesterday when it came out, but GameStop didn't have my copy in stock, so I barely picked it up like an hour ago. And I played for about 30, 40 minutes. Um, graphics are really nice. The story's really interesting. I like 
where it's starting, but I don't have enough time in it to really give a thoughtful review. Uh, I'll probably have more info on that next week. I want to try streaming it once I have some time available. I'll uh, let everyone else know when that's going to happen. But yeah, that's what I've been playing, dude. If anyone takes anything from this, go play Scarlet Nexus. It's a lot of fun. It's on Game Pass, so go check it out. Like, you won't regret it. Even if you don't like it, like, worst case scenario, you kill, like, maybe an hour, two hours of your time. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's really smooth. It plays very well. Go check it out. All right. Scarlet Nexus. Yeah. Um, it's really good. If you're playing that, then I think I should play the Tales, Tales game. Oh, Tales of Abyss? Yeah. Is that what it is? No, yeah. Tales of... What's the newest one? I don't remember. They all have... Oh, God, I know. They don't that have one looks good, too, name. though. Yeah, I heard great things about, about that one, too. And I'm like, Tales I only got... Rise, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I only got time for, like, one anime RPG, so... Yeah. If you... Yeah, if I you're feel the... like Scarlet Knight a lot of my time, so... I might stream that, too, so... Like it's good. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And uh, it, it, again, it's got that anime. It's got that uh, the same thing. Like one of the things I don't like about it, that I'll admit, is that the game kind of drip feeds you like mechanics. So if you're really impatient, you can start off with it, and you're like, "Is that it?" But no, it's, it drip feeds you stuff. And every time it gives you something new, it's like something new to play with. I wish it did that a little bit faster, but. From what I'm playing so far, like I can't wait to see what else the game's got going for it. I'm in a place right now where like it's comf- it's really fun to play with the mechanics that are available, but I feel like there's more stuff the game's gonna like start throwing at me, and I can't wait till that happens. All right, but it's it's really good. Go check it out. I'll check it out. I'll probably check out both of them at some point. Yeah. But um, is Tales of Arise on Game Pass? Probably not. I right? don't think so. That's ah, because I really want to play that. I don't want to like drop sixty bones on it. Man. Um, shout out, to, out to Game Pass too. Yeah, I know. Like Microsoft, give us money. We talk about <laughs> your service so much, and we're not we're not paid by Microsoft. We're not. I wish we were. Can you imagine if we had a fucking? I almost was. Oh really? I I interviewed for a, for a job. Uh, being their like game person for their their stores they have like physical stores and they were looking oh, for yeah. like they were looking to invent a new job for someone to like be like the games guy at their store um at least out here and i don't know i interviewed for them it went really well but i guess they got someone else i hope i hope they're doing all right because i had a lot of ideas uh but whatever yeah it's it's cool though everyone like you know again microsoft give us money <laughs> we talk about your service so much and it's not because we're getting an incentive out of it like legit is a really good service like it's it's not expensive you get ton of quality games yeah uh, and then i mentioned i mentioned this during the 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 extra life thing is is the people who don't who have like something negative to say about it or like have a reason as to why they're not subscribed to game pass. One of the common things I hear is, Oh, there's just, there's just nothing on there that I want to play. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you play where there's nothing on there? Like halos, there's, there's shooters, there's RPGs, there's puzzle games, there's visual novels, there's racing games. Like what the fuck do you play that nothing yeah. on there for a dollar is not enticing you to at least, at least download it. 
Exactly, dude. I was the same way for a while because I was like, oh, my big thing was like, I'm like, a, I was like a huge like purist. I was like, oh, I don't want to like subscribe to this and then have them like take my games away. But like, no, like it cycles through so many games. Like you're gonna find something you like, dude. Like, yeah. And I it's think in the still... last couple of weeks, I booted up more hours on Game Pass than I have on Steam. And it's because like it cycles through all these great games. Like I could I could buy a subscription the day Halo comes out and go into like a random coma for three months and still be getting my money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> when I wake up anymore. to play, yeah. Yeah, those aren't going away. You could argue like maybe some of the third party games might like River City Girls is leaving Game Pass like this month, but that's been on there for like what like five months now, six months almost a yeah. year I think. I don't know how long it's been there, but it's been there for a while. Because it was there when I signed up for Game Pass, and that's what like that was one of the first games I downloaded, and it's barely leaving. And on top of that, like you have the entire Halo series, Gears of War's on there, Forza's on there, all yeah. the Bethesda games are on there, Doom, yeah. Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and those aren't going anywhere. Those are there forever. <laughs> so that alone, I think, is worth the price of entry. And then you get all these new games. Outriders is on there. You know, it's oh. not it's not great. <laughs> you know, you have to fucking drop sixty dollars to find out. You can just play it. <laughs> I did play Outriders on there when they put it on PC. Um, yeah. Not even free. Not even not even for free will I play that game. Um, yeah. It's broken, dude. Uh, as like as early as the main fucking menu where it says press start to continue doesn't fucking work. Doesn't work. Hit every button on the controller. Hit every button on the keyboard. Press start to continue. It can't continue. Sometimes. Sometimes it works. Most of the time it didn't. <laughs> uh, and then I, I like got past wh- right where the like the little beta test ended. There's like a new area you all moved to. Got to that area. Fucking broke. None of the enemies spawned. Couldn't do anything. Uh, so. Oh god. So bad. Not even for free <laughs> when I play that game, dude. It's, it's, it's a mess. Hopefully, um, hopefully it gets like a some sort of like up treatment but we'll see also while we're on the subject fucking ea is on game pass too so that's another oh, yeah. thing fucking they get me started on that shit dude like game pass is the best deal in gaming right now like i think every if you own a gaming pc if you play on pc you should have game pass i really believe so even if you don't own a pc uh if you're trying to decide on like a ps5 or an xbox um get that xbox man it comes it comes with a free year of game pass so even if you don't have enough money to just buy a bunch of games you it just they just give you game pass for an entire year so you have everything you need yeah imagine gonna... this dude imagine because this is gonna have oh clay's in the chat what's up clay um, what's up? imagine you get uh xbox one x for christmas you know you don't have any games for it, but you have Game Pass. You can download Halo Infinite. It comes out this December, right? Or at least the multiplayer does. You can play Halo Infinite, the newest Halo game, the day you open up that box I'm having to go out and buy it. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That is such an enticing opinion here. And as much as I, I like my PlayStation, as much as I like PlayStation exclusives, dude, they're fucking up. Like, they, they need to do something to catch up with this. I really think so. Um, Yeah. 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 Uh, we do. We do talk about gaming news. So <laughs> enough uh, personal pieces. Uh, first gaming headline: Fuck 
Ubisoft. <laughs> Everyone else is probably like, yeah, but why though? I actually, I meant to, I meant to change that. <laughs> the fuck Ubisoft was a placeholder. I forgot that that was there. Um, but that's fine. It, that, can, so, that can stay. Yeah. So if you guys remember back in July, uh, a group of current and former Ubisoft employees got together to show solidarity to the walkout uh, at Activision Blizzard and a thousand employees at Ubisoft signed an open letter criticizing Ubisoft management for allowing, uh, allowing and ignoring discrimination, bullying, abuse. A lot of the same shit that was going down at Activision. A lot of Ubisoft employees have been seeing that too, and they're taking a stand against it. Um, not even a, like a hundred days later, the hashtag a better Ubisoft group launched with a petition to ask for support to end abuse in the company, which pretty standard. I mean, like everyone should work in a place of business comfortably. You shouldn't have to worry about getting abused or bullied, discriminated against when you're there to do a job. And right now, none of the demands in that letter have been met. Um, a day after that, <laughs> Ubisoft announced pay raises for their Canadian studios and what seems like an attempt to kind of hold on to people who didn't walk out. Yeah. And the day after that, they gave away free copies of Assassin's Creed Chronicles Trilogy to kind of get some good faith back with consumers. Um, now, Dan Hay, Far Cry executive producer, for more than 10 years with Ubisoft Montreal, is leaving the company. And we do have a link to sign their petition of soldier support. Um, I signed it. Um, for the same reasons I stated, everyone deserves the right to work in a place comfortably. They shouldn't have to worry about being bullied, discriminated against, or abused by their higher-ups, or worry about retaliation for speaking up against it. Um, and if you guys want to show your support, you know, show them that uh, we demand more from our products. We demand more from the people who make the games that we love, and we want to treat those employees with dignity. You can sign that petition. There's a link on the uh, show notes. And we can put a link in the stream chat too for everyone to check out. Um, I don't think there's really a hot take we can make here. Like, good for them. Like, it's yeah. good that this is happening. It's good to see some change coming in. Um, I love seeing that. I do. I love seeing that. Um, what about well, it's you? good. Like, it's good to see some change. Thing? It's yeah, good to see some is. change. Like, the thing is, they, they have not made any change. Uh, though they said, like the, the the thing that I've noticed about um, Ubisoft for the longest time now is every time the, like a thing like this comes out, they'll come out and go, "Oh, we're sorry, we we okay." I tried to do a, a bad, I tried to do a bad French accent. That's 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 on me. <laughs> but they'll, they'll come out and be like, "We're sorry." Uh, yeah, we, we're listening, we hear you, we're gonna make some changes. And then they'll they'll put that in a video that they're not they don't promote a <laughs> Leo says, I am less sorry. Uh sorry. <laughs> they'll they'll put that in a video that they don't promote at all. They don't share on their like socials, they don't do like anything to kind of tell people that they're sorry they'll just do like a little video or a little twitter post and then they'll bury that under the actual thing they want to show people which is hey we're giving away uh assassin's creed guys or hey look at this new update for the crew you're excited about that right and it's like no motherfuckers no one cares about that shit like there's there's accusations here there's stuff going on with you and you're not you're just trying to sweep it under the rug and you do this every fucking time a thing comes out um 
And it's like, I don't know, I'm fucking tired of it. Uh, so, uh, I'm definitely not going to be playing or purchasing or supporting any Ubisoft products uh, until until something happens, until they actually do something about it. So, I, uh, I, I would support you in that, but there's really no Ubisoft products I was like, really excited <laughs> for anyway. I, the only thing for me was... Um, uh beyond good and evil <laughs> and that's not oh yeah that's not gonna happen <laughs> um but i'm also gonna extend it to activision blizzard as well um okay there you go. like the same for them like I, i'm not i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna buy or I, I did buy uh call of duty vanguard i did buy that but it was fucking broken. Yeah. I bought it. I bought it during the extra live stream, and the game was fucking busted. It would not launch at all. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I'm not. Want to? Oh, sorry. Continue. I, I'm just not gonna support them uh, publicly or privately. That's it. I'm the same way. And um, one thing I really want to point out is uh, I'm gonna put a link to the uh, IGN article where we we're taking this from. Um, they have a, uh, a um, an image of the of uh, the a better Ubisoft group advising that it's been like a hundred days since the uh, open letter was sent out. And if you look at the way it's laid out, I don't know if you remember, um, there was a uh, um, an issue with uh, Far Cry Five where if you dumped like a couple hours in the game and never picked it up again after like a week or something, you would get an email from um Giancarlo Esposito's character like addressed from him to you like oh you only put three hours in the game surely you can do better than this thank you for handing over the territory to me <laughs> and they modeled their uh a better Ubisoft modeled their uh discrepancy in that same style <laughs> with a uh, hundred days zero demands met surely you can do better than this <laughs> and I'm like that's really cool that's a good way of like throwing that back at them yeah I just want to point out that that's fucking gangster. Um, <laughs> get on them. Uh, get on them. You know, don't don't let up. You know, don't let up until your demands are met. Uh, those of you who want to know, uh, the key demands are one, stop promoting and moving known offenders from studio to studio, team to team with no repercussions. The cycle needs to end. Two, they want a collective seat at the table to have a meaningful say in how Ubisoft as a company moves forward from here. Totally fair. Uh, three, cross-industry collaboration to agree on a set of ground rules and processes that all studios can use to handle these offenses in the future. That one I'm most excited for, because if other people see this and they take note, they could hold that to a standard for their own companies. And we don't yeah. have to worry about issues like Ubisoft, uh, Activision, Blizzard happening again in the future, or Riot, you know, and that was a thing happening in the future. Yeah. Um, and number four, the collaboration must heavily involved employees and non-management positions and union representatives, which is great. You know, you need the people who are there on the ground actually having a say in what goes forward with the company. Yeah. Um, again, you can sign that petition if you want to show your support. We're not making you do anything, but I think it's a pretty good cause to get behind. It takes like five minutes. I did it as we were setting up audio for the show. So check it out. Go show your support. Um, in lighter news, we have uh, some new information on the Xbox app for PC. There's a whole YouTube video about five and a half minutes long going over it. Um, but they did have a total PC community update 
uh, regarding some changes. Um, some of the key ones uh, coming to Xbox for PC is Windows users can actually install PC games from the Microsoft Store or from Game Pass to any folder with unrestricted access, which is good. Um, I never had a problem with it because I'm not like a big power user. Yeah, well, the big like, thing okay, is... The big thing for that is they uh, is mod support basically, like they've got all the Bethesda games on there, which have heavy wow. modding communities, but you don't have access to the folders you need to actually modify things in the in the right way. You just have like whatever the game offers itself, and that's what the consoles have. Um, so they're going to be opening it up completely, so that you will be able to fully mod them shits out just like you can with like the steam versions and um okay. every and other game that has mod support yeah i didn't even think about that so like no man's sky cool. no man's sky has like a huge modding community but you can't really take advantage of that with the version that's on game pass so um okay. so that's really cool then so we'll, yeah. we'll, that'll be cool to see i can't wait to start seeing some of that shit on game pass then um there's some other small improvements. Cloud gaming is going to be accessible directly from the Xbox app, which is great. I don't know why that wasn't a thing before. Yeah. Um, um, some smaller improvements, HDR settings for Windows 11, performance improvements, uh, backend improvements to, for integrations and for developers. Um, so, you know, pretty cool to see. You know, we talk yeah. about Game Pass a lot. You know, you and I are both, like, very heavy users on Game Pass. It's cool to see that Microsoft is, like, paying attention. I'm sure these updates have just come out of nowhere. I'm sure enough people complained you know, that they wanted this unrestricted access to the games they downloaded their system. And yeah. it's cool that they're like, okay, here, have it. <laughs> you got but it. But just how frustrating um, it is to like use and like the updating system was yeah. bad, very bad. Like I, my games wouldn't get updates un unless I went to the store page in the Microsoft store. Not even like even if I hit check for updates, the shit wouldn't come up. I would have to actually go to the page where you buy the game in the Microsoft store and then it would update. It was like crazy. But um I don't some of these changes to me come off as like they they're planning for something bigger. It, it, it seems like they're planning for something significant coming up here in the, in the near future. Like it's um I, I kind of outlined it in in these notes, but when you hear them talk about some of the updates they're making to like the back end, they're not talking about like direct like Unity support and like direct support for like certain engines uh, that developers can like achievements and shit like that. Um, it just sounds like they're kind of vamp vamping up or or ramping up. Vamping up is totally there. They are vamping up with that uh, vampire game, but ramping up to be like a real steam competitor in a, in a way yeah oh yeah and it's like honestly like what's steam gonna do <laughs> to catch <laughs> up with this i mean steam's got the community support for sure they got a huge market share now but you know like if i can get all these games on game pass why would i buy them on steam you know like yeah what, what are they gonna do to compete with this if they have anything to compete with it with um and that's the problem steam has been opinion piece now steam has been so focused on running their software you know getting steam working um adding um uh, more content like team fortress 2 back in the day um they don't really have a catalog right now to fall on for exclusives you know what i mean you know microsoft owning obsidian bethesda 
um, EA partnering with them, they have this whole catalog of titles where Steam has their their newest game is Half Life Alex was the newest game that they've released, and before yeah. that it was what Half Life Two Episode Two. No, it was that that card game nobody wanted. <laughs> so, well, well, Steam Steam is more like Valve. They're not in like the game making business anymore. Well, not they're, at all. They're strictly like. I mean, I don't know what they. Yeah, they I called Valve Steam, didn't I? That was my bad. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, they, they haven't really been in the game making business anymore, which like is fine. They had Steam to fall back on to make them their money, but with let's say a game pass does become like a really strong competitor. What's like, what's Valve going to do to compete? You know, the only, the only thing that they have over everyone else, they have the highest market share right now for a uh, PC gaming where to get your PC games. Yeah. And uh, with, if game pass like eats up enough of that market share, what are they going to do? And that's what I like about this. No one watched this video, by the way, this, this video was like talking straight, like directly to the PC gaming community. And it only has a hundred thousand views, and that's and that's across like what three days, so not a lot of views on this. But this tells me that they're like actually trying to take PC seriously. They're like, yeah. okay, what 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 do the PC gamers need? What are they telling us? And let's try to let's try to give them, you know, the experience they're looking for out of this. Like pretty soon, you're you're not gonna even have to install Steam. You know, you know, every every Windows installation is going to come with the Xbox app and Game Pass and shit. So, like exactly. Steam, like, you might not even need yeah, it anymore. I want to see what future generations look like with that, because you know, let's say like you know, you have like newer people getting into PC gaming. You know, maybe not so much now with like you know, <laughs> graphics cards being so hard to come by. But you know, let's see, you know, more people are getting into it. You know, they're getting into PC gaming system imagine this you know your your pc that you got specifically for gaming on comes loaded with game pass on it you know maybe microsoft wants to give you like oh here's a free like month of game pass if you set up a microsoft account to log into the computer and you know sure enough you won't need steam <laughs> to game on your pc anymore yeah um yeah i mean like like you're right we'll see what happens i don't know what valve's gonna do to compete with this they have anything to do to compete with this um but we'll see um honestly i think that valve can like release half-life 3 tomorrow and it'll <laughs> still be enough like, stop game passes momentum if i'm being honest um but we'll see what happens man i'm excited to see what else happens you know yeah and i'm glad i just want to say you know i'm glad you got me into game pass i was super skeptical but you kept pushing me pushing me, pushing me and i'm glad i did it was one of the best decisions i ever made yeah <laughs> um more on xbox oh, we got some exclusives coming up kind of um we got a first look at a couple things uh compulsion is working on a third person action game uh codenamed midnight uh yeah. set in a dark fantasy world is described as a coming of age tale drawing on inspirations from america's deep south the game features magic fantastical beasts uh southern gothic vibe to it which is really cool you don't see a lot of southern gothic views and really anything anymore, you don't see a lot really. of southern anything the only other game that comes to mind i think like deep south is mafia 3 yeah um but so compulsion if you don't remember compulsion they're the guys that did we happy few yeah 
Um, and he had another game before that that um, I really liked. And I forget the name of. <laughs> but they only, they only had like a couple games and they got acquired by Microsoft and uh, they've just Which been I'm quiet cool ever with. since. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. I'm looking at some of the imagery that they have, uh, some of the um, some of the uh, artwork and they have, and the character designs look really cool. I like what I'm looking. It really does evoke this like fantasy setting, and you really get like that fantasy look. I'm so tired of fantasy being set in like medieval Europe. Like, there's so much cool settings to do. Yeah. I want to see fantasy, like really fantastic elements in something I haven't seen before, and this is something really really cool. That's already hearing fantasy coming of age deep south. I'm like, okay, let's fucking do it. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Um, and seeing the imagery is not disappointing me and some of the artwork they're showing off. Um, they say it's going to be a single player experience with a very strong story. Um, so I don't know what kind of game we're looking at here. It's a third person action game. So hopefully we're not looking at like, I know some people like them, but I'm not a big fan of walking simulators. So this will be cool to see if it's an actual like proper action game. I would love to see that with this kind of imagery, um, but we'll see what Compulsion can do with it. Um, we also got to look at Obsidian working on another game. Uh, the code name for that is Pentiment. Yeah. That correctly. Yeah. Um, it's led by Josh Sawyer from uh, Fallout New Vegas, which a lot of people will say is the best Fallout game. Um, uh, you basically act as an investigator in 16th century Europe, uncovering the truth behind a grisly murder, be able to investigate, make accusations against characters in game, uh, which can lead to different consequences if you're wrong. Um, it's supposed to be very dialogue heavy with decisions um, make and responses uh, or with decisions you make and response to actions chosen from you. Um, it's really cool to to hear something like that. I'm not a big fan of like, mystery style games but i like the setting of 16th century europe um and the fact the whole game can change depending on the choices i make who i accuse who i don't accuse yeah i really like that while trying to unwrap a murder conspiracy this is definitely a game i want to check out with and it's no um it's another game that they're working on that's got more of like an indie style to it um yeah. like if you if people remember they're still working on uh grounded which is only being worked on by like a few people who just wanted to. I, I I like that Microsoft is allowing them to just kind of just do this kind of stuff, where it's like, hey, uh, us six guys here, we just kind of we got this idea. Can we just can we just do it? And it's like, yeah, do it. Because um, they're working. Obsidian as a whole is working on four games, I guess, including this. They've got uh, Grounded and Pentiment here. Which is like more indie style, but then they got two gigantic games, uh, Avowed, yeah. and they j had yeah, just announced style like game, but they were working yeah, on. and then they had just announced a sequel to Outer Worlds, uh, which like those are two gigantic fucking games. Like I don't know how, <laughs> I mean I guess they have the resources now to do that under Microsoft, but. Uh. Um, this is crazy we'll that see. I really, really want to see them do that. And you're right. It is crazy for them to come up that high. And um, my thing is I don't want like, I don't want this to like come out. And then we find out like a year later, they were under some disgusting crunch. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Um, to be fair, Microsoft probably has the cleanest history just in terms of, I don't know, their treatment 
of their employees. Like I, I nothing's ever come out. And from what I can remember, um, when Halo Infinite people talk shit about Halo Infinite and they like delayed it properly. Well, no, that's because the game was bad, not because of like abuse. Well, not I'm I'm talking more like of them just like really shitty game video game behavior. Yeah. Um. You know, abuse of their employees or rushing out a product with uh, forcing them to do crunch. Like, you didn't hear any of that. And Halo Infinite was supposed to launch with the Xbox Series X and S. And uh, to see, like, oh, we're going to delay it, <laughs> you know, another year. You know, it's cool to see that, that they're they're taking that seriously. They're taking the mental health of their employees seriously. Um, you know, again, there's no complaints of abuse, no complaints of, um, no complaints of, um, of um, any any harassment also i mean we'll see what happens man i don't want like again i don't want a year from now when these games are <laughs> you know, more information to find out there's this disgusting crunch they were under but we'll yeah. see what happens um but yeah i'm excited dude anything game pass related i'm paying very much attention to because anything xbox working on means i'm getting it on game pass so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it and compulsion knowing, like yeah uh, compulsion alone they're they're very uh, a very creative studio so like i know we happy few didn't hit for a lot of people i i backed that game when it was even in like alpha um and just to see how how far how far it went in that time yeah. even though it was not what i was looking for it's very impressive so i i yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what what they do next yeah because they've been I they've been quiet so. they have been quiet and it's a good feeling knowing like as a subscriber to Game Pass, knowing like I get to play this when it comes out, yeah, I don't have to pre-order it. I don't have to fucking worry about having to, you know, have the money set aside to, to download it. You know, even though I, I have the money to like buy any games I want now, like I'm still, I, I was raised very poor, so I still have that mindset yeah. of like, you know, I don't want to buy a game when it comes out. I wait till it goes on sale, even though I can totally afford to do it now. I don't want to do it. Um, so this is great for me because I can guilt-free play these games when they come out, be able to talk about them, enjoy them around the water cooler with everyone else. Um, those got me excited. Um, and some quickie news, enough like sucking off Microsoft. <laughs> um, and some quickie news. Um, this is a record, man. We've been talking about Microsoft for like, what, like 40 minutes? <laughs> yeah, well, they're the only ones like kind of doing something right now, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we got to look at a uh, really quick uh, massive or um, God damn it. Uh, the Mass Effect uh, Twitter account posted something for N7 day. It's the quick shot of it looks like some concept, not concept art, but actually promotional art. And it says Mass Effect will continue. I don't know what I'm looking at, <laughs> but it's cool to know that, you know, they have forgot about Mass Effect. Uh, with the Mass Effect trilogy, the uh, Mass Effect, like, was the ultimate trilogy being out now, which, fantastic, everyone should go buy it if you haven't played Mass Effect yet. That trilogy is the best way to experience it. As someone who plays the whole trilogy at least once a year, that's the best way to experience it, hands down. Um, uh, this this announcement doesn't tickle your taint? Um, I'm ex- Well, I already knew they were working on a new Mass Effect game. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they, they said, like, oh, we're working on Mass Effect 4. We don't know when it's happening, but it's happening. So to see this, it's, like, more confirmation that it's still happening, that we haven't talked about it. Clay it's says cool. there's something I'm, I'm about this picture. It. Huh? Clay's got some information about this picture. I don't, I don't know. 
I'm a pretty big Mass Effect fan too, but I'm not able to like spot what's in this picture. I mean, like the I know like the there's a lot of people talking about like the imprint on whatever this is looks kind of like Legion from Mass Effect two and three on whatever that crater is, but I don't know. I think a part of me doesn't I don't want to be like going over like every little image, like oh, look at that rock. That rock means <laughs> that this canon, like, you know, I don't I don't want I never wanted to be that kind of guy. Um, I'm sure like someone can point out stuff to me and my mind will be blown, but I kind of want to go into whatever it is they're doing as fresh as possible without any expectations. And that's not possible because I'm a huge Mass Effect fan and I'm going to have like a ton of expectations whenever they drop that new game. I was just oh. about to joke about if you zoom in, you can. <laughs> uh, he said, if you zoom in, you see a few races, a dead geth and the hole itself looks like a geth. So they might be coming back. Okay. Which would be cool to see. I like the geth. Um, but that's like a whole other thing. Like, but we'll I see what happens. Um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with it. I'm really excited, though. I love Mass Effect, and it's good to see them taking Mass Effect kind of seriously after the fucking disaster that was Andromeda. Um, but we'll see what they do, man. Um, I'm not going to, like, lose my mind over, like, promotional artwork, but we'll see what they do. Um, in other news, Rockstar pulled the Grand Theft Auto uh, trilogy, Definitive Edition, from sale on PC. Um, <laughs> I've um, been hearing a lot of issues with it. Hey, Clay's here. He can... Uh, how are you liking the trilogy? Oh, I yeah, heard... The word up. on the street is it's a fucking disaster. Especially yeah. the Switch version. I guess especially the PC version. Uh... I'm, I'm, I haven't heard, I've not been following the, the news on this game other than, uh, other than they pulled the PZ version because there's like some files that they left in it. I, I didn't hear because it was bad. Uh, some files that were left in it. They say what kind of files? Like they're, they're, well, they didn't say, but some data miners got a hold of it and apparently there's some radio stations or like songs were removed in the old versions but the files were still in there in this version they were just removed via script but the files were still there so that was one thing and then there was another thing there was some uh some like just raw source code of like some of the scripts uh in the game that was still there so people were looking at that and like looking at some like the the um, developer uh, commentary, like when you code, you leave little comments to tell you like, hey, this is why I coded this this way and here's what's supposed to happen with this next line of code. And they left a lot of bunch of like jokes and stuff uh, in their code, which was like funny. Um, but I guess that wasn't supposed to be there, so. Um. I've been hearing a lot of issues of the game too, just like graphical glitches, um, weird like effects that aren't working how they're supposed to. Um, I've heard some some shit about this game, um, which is kind of a bummer to see because I was like really excited to see this because like, I never played the uh, trilogy before, so this is this because it's you know it's age like shit, so I don't want to get into it. <laughs> but this looks like oh, this might be like the best way to play it, and I, I couldn't. I was thinking about picking it up, but seeing how it's running, that's not going to be the case. I don't want to check that out anymore. Um, hopefully, Rockstar can pull something around with this. I've seen some like screenshots, people comparing like images from the definitive trilogy versus images that uh modders have done 
to the game and the modder fix it the modded fixes are way better <laughs> yeah there's a graphicality and facial animation um i don't know like again it's not I, don't know, I never played the game so i'm probably not the right one to be talking about it but it's really shitty that the game has like has all these issues when these games like what like 20 years old Grand Theft Auto 3 is like what like 20 years old right we're making that up uh, it's probably getting there and it's it's funny that they're just now gonna like remaster them it's supposed to be the definitive version of it and it runs worse than the original um i don't know we'll see hopefully they fix it i'm just tired of like broken games coming out and then people promising to fix it that doesn't change the fact that you know that was your first experience with it was this really shitty experience yeah we'll see hopefully they well can especially for the for the people who bought this on pc who can't play oh, it yeah. <laughs> uh oh yeah because they fucked up is is a, is a bummer yeah i know <laughs> and then the first comment on this tweet is guess what still works perfectly fine and he's got his ps2 version of san andreas <laughs> that's great that's awesome oh that's really funny um and some other quickies um steam deck got delayed by two months um i'm not surprised honestly with uh, the labor shortage leading to um shortage on um chipsets which also led to shortage on like gas and that well, not shortage but you know gas is getting like upcharged right now i'm like i'm not surprised like everything's like crashing down if i'm yeah. being honest um i'm not surprised the steam deck's getting uh postponed i still want one still want one for sure um i still want to get one uh what's it the wait to see uh when it's actually gonna be available apparently it's been delayed two months but that doesn't change the fact that it's still a very limited stock right now so it's not like i can pre-order it now anyway <laughs> i mean you, you could get a pre-order, didn't you um, well, I think everyone who wanted a pre-order got one. You can still get one, technically. It's just you're not going to see it for a while. But... Yeah, because there's, there's that first wave that's going out. Yeah. That people will see the, the two months after it was set to release. And then... But they give, that, you, they, when... they give you a little date estimate as to when you would get it. So mine is okay. uh, Q2 2022. Oof. Which I think that's what it was before. I think I don't remember. Uh, well, if they the delay it, you, know, you wouldn't. It. Yeah, I'm still excited for it, and uh, if it gets delayed, it gets delayed. But we know it's not getting delayed to like work on it and improve it. It's getting delayed because of the labor shortage we're experiencing right now. So yeah, yeah, and uh, PlayStation Five has been out for a year. <laughs> And so is the Xbox, but I think I don't know why this 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 the news of the PS5 turning a year I don't know kind of hit me different because I'm like it's been a, a year already. I feel like nothing significant has come from the PS5 no, aside from all. like Demon Souls and like maybe Returnal and like Ratchet and Clank Ratchet. is dope. Ratchet and Clank is dope. But yeah, I play Ratchet. Like it's good. Like these games just kind of came and went, and then like they've been, it's been, and they were all like launch window games, and like nothing else has happened so far since then. And everything else is yeah. coming is also coming the PS4, um, which in my mind PS4 
is like a PS3 now. Like I'm, I'm like games are still coming out on PS4. Uh, yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know why there's just like <laughs> there's like this incongruence of like PS5 and PS4 and like just the time windows of like time is so distorted for me right now. What's but, really um, funny if you look at the uh, top ten PS5 games played for the first year based on gameplay hours alone. It's like Fortnite, Call of Duty, FIFA, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, NBA 2K, Destiny 2. And the very bottom, at like seventh and eighth place, you got Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is available on PS4. Yeah. And Demon Soul. Only one game on that list is like a legit PS5 exclusive. <laughs> um, it's just and and like I, I know it's also been a year for Xbox as well, but for Xbox, they don't really give a fuck about the console. Like they're just yeah. putting out games and you can just play it wherever the fuck you want. I think that's why the Xbox doesn't seem as uh crazy to me that it's already been a year because I've just been playing those games and that's yeah. really all that matters. Yeah, at the end of the day, Microsoft just wants you to play their games. and don't care how you do it. And yeah. Xbox is just the way to do it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We're, we're fucking blowing Microsoft again. But it's really, <laughs> I'm more. I'm gonna be honest. I'm more interested to see what like Game Pass is putting out, what Microsoft's doing, than what yeah. PlayStation's doing. Because at least like I could fucking I have a system to play these games on. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't even find a PS5 right now, and even if I do, like, what am I gonna play on it? Like. I played Ratchet and Clank. It was good. You know, my, my brother loaned me his PlayStation a while back. I played it. I played Miles Morales. So there's only two games I really wanted to play on it. Like, I don't know what to do now. Um, if I buy a PS5, it's going to be sitting there until like, the next big thing comes out. I'll be looking for excuses to buy games for it. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really huge bummer. Like, I know it's supposed to be this, like, big, like, announcement, but, like, what have they done in that year? <laughs> like, nothing. I, could, I, just, I just don't, like... But apparently, I don't know. Apparently, they're successful. They've had the biggest, the you know, PS Five is their biggest launch ever. Uh, apparently, like somehow, people who are finding ways to buy it are buying it, and they're buying enough that they're still breaking records. So I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. I mean, we'll see what happens um, with it. I'm not gonna get a PS Five until like something that I can't get anywhere else comes out on. Even yeah, I think. I think for me it's God of War, but I think that's coming to PS4 too. I like, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a PS5 exclusive. I don't know if this shortage on systems keeps going the way it's going. You know who's going to be there to enjoy it when it does come out? But we'll see. Um, but they they um, seem to be shifting more into like a P a PC thing. I think they have like a PC yeah. porting studio just going. So, um. Hopefully that's the way for for them to kind of get stuff going. Hopefully, um, we got to look at some trailers and videos. Uh, Lies of P had a little alpha trailer come out. Yeah, um, I did actually see this. It looks interesting. Bloodborne ass fucking. Yeah, it wants to be Bloodborne so fucking bad. But... I was actually like joking. I was like, man, this kind of looks like Bloodborne a little bit. And then like it definitely is bloodborne and you're like I, I laughed like out loud i was like okay they're just making bloodborne <laughs> like to the degree that it like a lot of the land a lot of the landmarks just look like they took straight out of bloodborne i think 
I think a big part of it too is that Bloodborne had this like, like British, like this European, like Great Britain, like look to it. Like, yeah. Like London look to it, and this game's doing the same thing. It's in a, a similar setting, but even then, like, well, the weapons look really similar. Um, the combat looks a little bit more aggressive and flashy than what Bloodborne had. Yeah. And you know, fighting like robots and stuff that might make it help it stand out a little bit and his like robot arm too like it's doing some pretty cool stuff that might help separate a little bit but you're right a lot of the environments like feel straight out of bloodborne i know it's not the game's fault because you know they have very similar settings oh well but it is their fault (laughs) yeah you're right i don't know why it it is their fault because they bloodborne does have like a very distinct look and feel to it and you know especially when it comes to the gameplay so when you look at this, you're like, oh no, that's blood. That's just Bloodborne like animations, but and like you know, flashier. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, I mean, it's, I'll probably check it out. I don't think it's gonna be that big of a game. I don't think it's gonna be as big as Bloodborne or. No, nah, like, I think it. I think it will. You gotta understand that Bloodborne is a very. It's a PS4 exclusive. They hadn't brought it to anything else. It runs like complete garbage. Uh, yeah. it's a very difficult game to go back to. Um, so like this can come out and just be Bloodborne multi-platform. And I mean, it looks fantastic on its own. So I think people who are looking for more Bloodborne, this is do it for them. I mean, Bloodborne's my favorite. Bloodborne's the only Souls game that I like. Bloodborne and, um, Sekiro. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. More, more Bloodborne. I'm still so, like I try to play Bloodborne, but you're right; it runs like it runs so bad. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. Um, Neo, Neo's good. I'm still playing Neo. I forgot to mention that. That's the oh one. yeah, yeah. Neo's another one if you want that like Souls like feel, but it's something a lot more aggressive. Um, you know, Lies of Peace had to drop 2023. We'll see what they do with it. It might be interesting. I'll probably end up checking it out, man. If it's going to be a multi-platform game, it looks. It already looks like it runs better than Bloodborne. So, <laughs> um, we'll have to see that. Uh, we got a uh, update to Baba Is You, which is a game I slept on, man. I really, really want to play it. It's a really unique puzzle game. It's but good. Basically, the game got a level editor now. Yeah, which is cool. Like that's such a cool concept. And this is the type of puzzle game. I don't want to go into detail explaining it to anyone who hasn't heard of it yet, but check it out. Baba of You, Baba's You is a really, really unique puzzle game. And I really want to see this works perfectly with a level editor. Like it's something that's so obvious. I'm surprised it took this long to get one. <laughs> yeah. But now like this this game has like limitless potential now with a level editor. And it's actually more than just a level editor. They're actually adding additional content to the to the base game as well. Oh, that's really so. cool. Oh, see, that's really cool to see. And it's all a free update, so... Yeah. You know, if you got it, it's on everything. PC, Switch... Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, that was on PS4 and Xbox, too. My bad. Uh, but I, yeah, I thought it was, too. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I might pick it up, actually. It looks cool. Um, we also got a look at Steam World Headhunter. I haven't played any of the Steam World games, but I love how each one is different. 
Yeah. Um, Steamroll Dig like, 2 is yeah. really good. Really good. Yeah, which was like a resource gathering, like Metroidvania, and then there was like Steam World, The Hand of Gilgamesh, I think, like that card-based turn-based oh, yeah. RPG. Then Heist. Heist. Like, all those games play so radically differently, and when I heard about Headhunter, I'm like, what is this? No, there's no, no gameplay here or anything. It's just like a little teaser to say, hey, this is coming. Uh, Description says, uh, taking the series in a fresh direction, SteamWorld Headhunter is a stylized and colorful third-person co-op action adventure with a head pop. Oh, twist. interesting. So kind of like like a co-op third-person action adventure. So maybe kind of like It Takes Two, maybe? Something similar? Maybe. The whole Headhunter thing, at least from what I can tell from this, from what they're showing here, is that you you play the head and you can maybe take control of other people's bodies yeah which is what the fact that like it's a co-op game like it's got me really interested yeah um, you know we'll have to wait and see when that comes out which speaking of it takes to we got to finish that <laughs> like oh definitely I, <laughs> I really want to finish it yeah um so this i don't understand we got tiny tina's assault on dragon keep a wonder lands one shot adventure trailer so is yeah this the Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragons Keep like DLC, but repackaged into a single game. It's just that DLC standalone. But it seems like they, when you watch the trailer, it says like they, it sounds like they added some stuff to it too. I don't know. I've never played this one, even though I have it. I was never, never played it. So Borderlands 2 takes a lot to play, man. Yeah. (laughs) It takes forever to get to it. It's not like, how can I word it? It's like uh, it's like Diablo. Like nobody plays Diablo for the campaign. You know, you're playing it to run riffs and to play yeah. that adventure mode. I wish Borderlands had a mode like that because I don't fucking want to play the story mode. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't want to play the story. I'm here to get loot, kill shit, watch numbers go up. Like yeah. I'm here for the grind, man. And you're taking that away from me by making me go through the story. Yeah, I have hundreds of hours in Borderlands, not Borderlands, uh, Diablo, maybe five hours of it, maybe, maybe, is in the story mode. Maybe. And the, the story in these games is, the, like, the worst. <laughs> Everyone talks way too fucking much, and they never have anything good or funny to say. Uh, so, and then, but then they make you wait for them to finish talking so that you can move on with the, with the quest that you're doing. Uh... It's like so annoying to play these games, but the shooting and yeah, shit is like super fun. The game, I will, I'll go as far as to say the game holds you like emotionally hostage by making you sit there and listen to their shitty jokes that they think are so clever when they're fucking not. It's obnoxious as shit. <laughs> like, God, I don't, I could, it, I wouldn't be so like upset if it was like, if it was just a bad story, but it's not. It's really bad comedy too. The game is not yeah. funny. Everyone tells me like, Oh, Borderlands 2, like, the the DLCs, like, the Tiny Tina DLCs are the best part of it. But I'm like, dude, the shit I had to go through to get to that, though. And, like, I got to play yeah. the campaign to get to it. Or I could just jump into it, and then the, the game would just generate a character for me. But where's the fun in that? Like, and it's it's not funny. The game's not as funny as it thinks it is. It, likes it, it, hits, it, is. it hits every once in a while. They have a, th- a little joke that, you know, you chuckle at a little bit and go, okay, that was a, that was an okay one. Yeah, but 98% of the time, it's <laughs> sitting you in a room waiting, and you're sitting for the door to open while characters do some 
really bad back and forth yes and bullshit. It's not good at all, dude. I hate it. Yeah. I hate um, it. Remember we were playing Borderlands 3 and like we had to kill all those monkeys and the fucking robot chick was doing like monkey voices the whole time we were yeah, doing it? Yeah. That was annoying as shit, dude. I hated that. I was like, God, this sucks now. I can't just kill them. <laughs> I listen to your god awful humor. <laughs> um well if you want to play this tiny tina thing it's uh it's on epic for free right now and i think it's like 10 bucks on like everywhere else so which might be worth like downloading if it's like a standalone thing i can kind of get into it yeah if i want to play through the entire borderlands 2 campaign like i'm sure if i just like grit through the campaign but then you're you're coming into it with a character that's like level one where if you play this in the actual game, it'd be... I, I, I think everything scales anyway, so it shouldn't be a problem, but... Um, so my biggest problem with Borderlands is, like, starting at level one, like, the, there's so little of the game that, like, you experience yeah. in there. It takes, like, ten hours to really experience what the game's got going on. And even then, like, it's it throws this awful story at you the whole time it's doing it. Maybe I'm being too harsh on Borderlands 2, because... Borderlands 3 was the fucking worst, and I think that's retroactively hurting Borderlands 2 for me. But yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't want to keep it negative, but well, you're not as funny as you think you are, Gearbox. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Someone had to tell you. Um, so we got a look at uh, another new little trailer video. We got uh, Killzone 2. Online servers are going back up. Yeah, so this is a this is a mod. Uh, this is a fan made uh, server, I guess, that just straight up works on PS3. Um, I don't know if you can do this on like an emulator, because that's where most people I think I think would benefit from this. Because who still has a PS3? Uh, PS3 game. PS3, yeah, kills on two and kills on three. Uh, okay, cool. or PS3 um, and I put a ton I've got so much nostalgia for this game yeah. yeah I put a ton of hours into this game uh, it's just th this was one of those shooters that uh, in a world filled with like Halos and Call of Duties you know like after Call of Duty 4 came out everyone wanted to be that uh, this was just a, a refreshing, just different take on something like that, but a little different. Like there was a lot of weight to your character. You like you, you felt really heavy. Um, yeah. A lot of people didn't like that, but I thought it just it, it just gave it a different feeling, man. It just didn't feel like Call of Duty um, or Halo or any anything else that was like popular at the time. Um, the, the weapons felt really good. Like everything just felt good. It had a cover system too, first person cover system. Oh yeah. I think you just you hold the L one button. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um it's one of the only games that had a first person like cover system. Uh where you hold L one and you take cover and then you get like peek over and kinda lean and stuff. Now Call of Duty is doing that, but um And um uh, Wolfenstein had it too, the newer Wolfenstein games. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein games, but now but yeah. now they're more like dynamic cover. Like if you if you if it senses you're behind something, it'll automatically peek over. But no, this had like you held a button and you could like peek and like have different very like varying degrees of peaks. So if you want to peek more, you could like lean into it. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. And it had the the best thing it had was like it would switch between its game modes dynamically. Was this game doing that? It had it had like five different game modes, but you would load into one map, and then you would play a team deathmatch, and then for like two minutes, and then it would switch dynamically into okay, you guys got a point for that deathmatch. Now we're playing capture the flag, and it would be capture the flag for two minutes, and then whoever won that would get a point. And then it'd be like, hold the point. It'd be King of the Hill for two minutes. And I thought that was like fucking genius because it, it, it would mix it up on the fly while you, and you didn't have to like load out of a match and load back in. Uh, it was great. This game was great. It was fantastic. Uh, awesome. yeah, <laughs> so if you got, you got a PS3. Uh, if you got a PS3 or it would probably work on emulator. I don't uh, see why it wouldn't work on emulator. Uh, yeah. This, this, these games um, were, were a lot of fun. So, um, And in some releases, we got, uh, so today, uh, November 16th, we have uh, Grow, Song of the Evertree. It's coming out on PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. I've never heard of this game before, so I'm going to need your help here. What is this? Uh, neither am I. These are the first times I'm hearing of most of these games, too. Oh, uh, I also want to throw out that... Uh, not because I don't see it here on this uh, this list. Um, Knights of, Knights of the Old Republic is available on Switch now, so something fun oh, to check out. Very nice. Dollars. So I would have bought it if like SMT didn't just come out the other day. So yeah. I would have bought it. I don't want to be playing two RPGs, but yeah, Kodor is really good. It's one of my favorite RPGs. Even if you don't like Star Wars, it's still like a really solid RPG. Um, back on like Bioware's like heyday, so go check it out. Fifteen dollars on Switch right now. Um, but yeah, we got Gross Song of the Evertree. Um, we also have November sixteenth, uh, Hex Tech Mayhem, a legal story. Now this, I've actually heard of this one coming out. Um, but I don't really play League of Legends. It's but this is like a rhythm runner, so it might be more, uh more casual game than League of Legends. I know you like rhythm games, but how do you feel about rhythm runners? Because this is like trying to be bit with bit, like yeah, bit trip runner. Bit trip runner. Uh, yeah. They're fun. Uh, you know, the first time you do them. <laughs> uh, or like uh, the 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 music levels from Rayman. <laughs> yeah, the music has to hit though. If the music ain't hitting, uh, I ain't getting. Wait, let me turn up the volume on this and see where where the uh, where we're at with this this soundtrack here. I can't even hear it. I'm not like into it. Oh wait, here it is. Here it is. is and explosions. Okay. Explosions. Oh well, it'd be like League of Legends. You know, there's a pop, a pop band for League of Legends. Yeah, I heard about that, and it's like they actually have like some music. Yeah. And it's supposed it's to be like. They actually have like pop idols like playing the characters, but it, it, like in game, it's supposed to be like, like actual League of Legends characters are in this like pop group. And, like, yeah. In game DJ Max um, has a couple of the songs, and like they slap hard songs. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll have to check it out then. I don't know. I've just anytime I hear that, even if it's something I could be into, I'm like, but League of Legends though, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I get it. it's not my cup of tea, and like the community. I'm sorry, all y'all toxic. I also say it like some of the worst gaming experiences I've had were like with with League of Legends players. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't want to get into it. 
Uh, there's a new League of Legends anime out right now. I think it's called, like, what is it called? I don't even fucking remember. My brother's, like, super into it. And he, like, loves it. And I'm like, but League of Legends, though. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason I haven't watched it yet. But he swears by it. He doesn't even like League of Legends. And he's like, well, the show is really good. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. I'm not going to try it. Um, That's probably going to be a skip for me. I'm not a big fan of, like, Rhythm Runners. And I don't like League of Legends. So it's going to be a skip for me. Uh, we got a look at uh, Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1 is also releasing November 16th. Um, I forgot Frogware is still making these like Sherlock Holmes game Holmes games. Um, yeah, they didn't just do that. They did that uh, that Cthulhu game too, right? A little while ago, like Sunken City, is that what it was called? I don't remember. I don't really follow these guys. That like the last thing I, I remember them doing was like they were up in arms about their previous Sherlock Holmes games because uh, the publisher was like fucking them on it. Uh. I think there's an issue with the publisher fucking them on uh, Sunken City, too. Yeah, they're, they're self-publishing this one, so... Yeah, hold on, let me look it up. Um, I don't yeah, know I anything about these, though. The Sinking City, that's what it's called, the Sinking City. Sinking City? Yeah, the, the, the Lovecraft Cthulhu-inspired like, game. Um, that's another one that they did. They, that came out, like, in 2019, but I guess the publisher's, like, fucking them on it. Um, there's some royalties that weren't getting paid out, some um, some money getting paid that wasn't being paid, and now there's like all these these issues of like they that like the publisher taking it away from them and Frogware like can't make money off the sales anymore. There's a lot of bullshit going on with it. I think it's delisted now, but it might be back up. I don't know. But point is like good on them if they're self publishing this game. Looks like they're doing the. Uh, the uh, the telltale thing of releasing it like in chapters, using yeah. the profits from one to fund the next, which is cool to see. I like seeing that, and um, you know, more power to them, man. If they've been getting fucked over so hard, it's good to see them like kind of taking that power back. This trailer um, looks incredible. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I don't know anything about these games, so yeah, but this game know. looks like way better than it has any right to be. I might actually check this out, if I'm being honest. Detective open world, story rich. So. This kind of reminds me of like LA Noir, but like good. <laughs> yeah, that it looks like a game. I thought it would just be like a, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, we also got uh, Surviving the Aftermath. That is coming out on Nintendo Switch on November 16th. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like a survival base builder style game. Post-apocalyptic yeah. survival base builder game. Looks cool. I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but more power to you. This actually might be a pretty good game to have on Switch. I didn't even think this game's that. early access. Yeah. On Steam. I, mean, it's to, I think it's set to come out on the 16th, isn't it? Is it? No. That's when it's set to come out on Switch. I think it's yeah, I think it'll still be early access by the time it drops on Switch. So been out for a year on PC. Yeah, so have fun with that. Um speaking of early access, we got the Waylanders is set to release um oh god damn it, the hiccups. That is set to release uh, on PC November sixteenth. This has been around in early access since like June. So, 
Waylanders is like a party based RPG based on like Celtic folklore. So very like think of it like uh like Neverwinter Nights or like uh I guess Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that, that's exact actually exactly what this is. But it's based on more Celtic mythology. Actually, look at the gameplay. It looks more like Dungeon Siege, possibly. Anyway, point is party based CRPG based on Celtic lore. Actually looks kind of interesting, if I'm I'm not gonna lie. It does. This looks pretty interesting. I kinda like I like, I like the look of it. It looks really it uh cool. It's only thirty five dollars. So it's not like a sixty dollar game. I think I kind of like what I'm looking at here. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna bookmark this. Yeah, this this the game it's not my genre of game, but I like the look of it. I don't know. This might like convince me. You never know. Sometimes I get surprised why stuff is not up my alley. Yeah, I've been surprised by stuff that's not up my alley too. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, Waylanders. Okay, that's going on my wish list. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. keep an eye on Gato oh, Studio. So All right, then uh, November seventeenth, you got Final Fantasy Seven, the first soldier. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. The uh the Final Fantasy Seven Battle Royale mobile game. Yeah. God, God, just <laughs> none of that sounds good. None of that sounds good. It, to be fair, it looks it looks okay from like the stuff they're showing here. Uh, I just I would never want to play this on like a mobile plat. Like I don't I don't see why mobile only. I they couldn't put this on PC. Like PC has all mobile trash on it too. I don't know. I don't know. Is it only touchscreen controls? Like I can't like connect a Bluetooth like controller to it. There's there's. Uh, tools you can use to kind of map buttons to the touchscreen. Um, the varying degrees of of quality. I don't know. This looks like gotcha trash. I don't think I'm into it. You guys have cell phones, we'll right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see. If it's if it's good, I'll I'll admit I'm wrong. I I might be able to stream. I might be able to stream this. I got that near yeah. game. I don't know if I talked about this yet. I got that near game on Android, and uh, I heard about that. How is it? It's like extremely high quality. It's yeah? actually like mind blowing how uh, good it is. And I was like, I want to stream this because this is actually like a legitimate game here. But I need to find out how to do that. I know I can do it in Android. I can do it, but I don't know if I need some something else to do that. It's something I gotta look into. Yeah, do some research. It might be cool. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, next we got Clang Two, which is coming out Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. It's been on um, PC since like October. Cling 2 is a psychedelic rhythm action game. <laughs> but it primarily uses like dance and house music. Yeah. So if you're into that kind of music, I mean, these tracks aren't too bad. I'm not a huge fan of this genre of music, but hearing this, I'm like, I can get behind some of these tracks. Yeah. I, I like this music for a rhythm game because it like 
it's got yeah, energy to it, it you know yeah. like exactly. especially for for a game like this where it's like there's a lot of flashy like combat and stuff like that um i don't know it, you get a bit of a connection to what's happening in the game and what's happening in the music yeah more aggressive so, this looks pretty cool this is set to come out november 17th so might be a good switch game i don't know why i haven't played these games yet but um i haven't I need to, because these are the type of games I like. So this, this next game is very interesting. Uh, this is to come out November 18th. Kid Amnesia Exhibition. Now, this is, uh, they describe it as an upside-down digital-slash-analog universe created from original artwork and recordings to commemorate 21 years of Radiohead's Kid A and Amnesiac. So if you're a Radiohead fan, people will argue that, you know, those are that's one of their best albums. And I'm not a huge Radiohead fan, though. Um, but it's, it looks kind of like a walking simulator based on the artwork and music from that those albums yeah which i mean could be something cool i'm not a radiohead fan though so that's obviously not going to appeal to me yeah <laughs> i mean no, a I, I, fan or a walking simulator fan so uh i fuck with radiohead but um i just don't know what this is <laughs> it's gonna be free it's a, it's a free thing so i, 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 I might know, check it like, out one Radiohead song, and it's like the Radiohead song that everybody knows. So, which one is that? I don't even know which one that is. Creep, dude. Oh, see, Creep is not the one that I go to. Uh, it's not the one that you go to as like a Radiohead fan, but like a passive. Yeah, listener. that's the one that if you, I can ask like a hundred people who like listened to music in the past like 20, 30 years. Name a Radiohead song. I guarantee you, like, 98% of them is going to be Creep. <laughs> There's Gun to Your Head, Name a Radiohead song. First one that pops up is going to be Creep for most people. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm Creep, Creep! <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I don't know. This could be something cool. I'm not a Radiohead fan, so it doesn't appeal to me. I'm not a Walking Simulator fan, so it doesn't appeal to me. Uh, but it could be something cool if that 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 jives with uh, both. If you drive with both those things, it could be something really cool for uh, any of you out there or into that. I don't want to, you know, I like to make me positive. I don't like to shit on things. I like to acknowledge that not everything's going to appeal to me, and there is an audience for everything, and there's definitely an audience for this. The people who are into this are going to fucking love it. I think. <laughs> um, we also got a look. At Microsoft Flight Simulator Game of the Year Edition is dropping on PC and Xbox Series X. Or if you have Game Pass, you can play it right now. Um, yeah. I mean, it's finally on Steam. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that's all there's really there to like, talk about. It's finally on Steam. So go ahead. I don't check it know out how much. Uh, how much? 60? That's 60 well, for this Game of the Year Edition. Yeah. Because they have a deluxe edition that's $120. So I just don't know what this game of the year edition is going to include. I don't either. It doesn't even say game of the year edition on the Steam page. Is the game of the year edition like an Xbox exclusive? 
Hold on. Well, it's coming to the PC. It's it, it's probably maybe just on the uh, Microsoft Store, maybe. Maybe. But yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. There's a um, bunch of like planes and shit you can buy in the game. That's I don't know. Yeah. You just get the base yeah. version. Just get the Game Pass version. Yeah, just get the Game Pass version if you want to buy that shit. Just buy that shit. But yeah. Microsoft Flight Simulator. It's not going to leave Game Pass. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the November nineteenth, we got Battlefield twenty forty two, which nice. looks fucking dope, dude. <laughs> this looks dope. I haven't been excited for like a military based first person shooter. Like, I, I I played it. I was underwhelmed yeah, as a really? not Battlefield fan. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was expecting. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. Right, like insanity. <laughs> insanity yeah i guess that was one thing uh it just was not as insane as i was hoping but i only played the one mode i just played the normal like mode so there is the um uh what the fuck they call it the the teleport mode (laughs) battlefield 2042 gonna be on game pass with the ea play probably not uh, if it's on EA Play, they might. Maybe not day one, but it it'll probably be on there. But I don't know. I, I just want absolute chaos, and it just it wasn't sanity. Like you see this guy like wingsuit dive out the sky and then like stab a dude. I'm like, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> Hazard Zone. That that one I didn't get to try. That one sounds sounds cool. Oh yeah. It's yeah, like the like battle royale mode. I think. I don't know. I have to yeah, see. We'll, it's gonna come out. I'm sure the Battlefield fans are gonna be into it. We'll see what happens. Um, we got to look at. Uh, then we got Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and that's nice. it. That's the show, guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a remake of Diamond and Pearl. It looks very basic, and it's sixty dollars. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't. God damn it! So I don't like to be that kind of guy who is like, "Does this really look like it's worth sixty dollars?" Because I was saying that about Metroid Dread, and I feel like an asshole for doing it. Because as long as the game gives you an experience that you wanted i mean it's 60 dollars because it's like a simple art style or 2d doesn't mean it's not worth 60 bucks but i'm gonna come right out and say it pokemon brilliant diamond shining pearl doesn't look this worth 60 bucks dude i've uh the models are very basic i know it's trying to have this nostalgic look with the way the players are are shaped but this looks like it came out on the 3ds <laughs> Um, they're recycling the same models for Pokemon that look like they're they, that came from um, Sword and Shield, and even then, like I was super critical of Sword and Shield. The only reason I would recommend getting Sword and Shield is if you can get the game and all the DLC for under sixty dollars together. That's the only thing that makes it worth it. Um, this a remake of a game I've already played that I enjoyed on the Nintendo DS. I don't. Um, this isn't going to appeal to me. I'll probably just end up biting the bullet and buying it anyway because Pokemon, but... You're I'm the not, problem. I'm not going to buy it for 60 bucks. I'll probably buy it secondhand once some, like, 
shitty kid like plays through it and is bored, I'll probably pick it up off of him for like forty dollars or something. <laughs> or uh, you know, maybe go on like you know, my local uh Craigslist, see like kids who finish it off in like an afternoon. <laughs> but we'll see. I just don't know what people want out of Pokemon anymore. Like it just seems like they can do whatever the fuck they want and as long as it says Pokemon you're going to be so, happy with it. Here's my thing with Pokemon. And it's like, as a Pokemon fan, I know like there's things you don't like about it. You don't like that it's still turn-based. You don't like that there's still gems and stuff. I don't like that it's still the same game that from 30 years ago yeah. <laughs> with like just little cosmetic bullshit added sprinkled on top to make it seem with, like it's better than this. The problem with Pokemon is that how can I word it? They have two audiences they need to satisfy now. They need to satisfy the new players, you know, kids, the original intended audience who are playing it, and the adults who have played the game from the beginning. And, you know, I said a third audience too, like, you know, the competitive scene. Well, <laughs> every new I don't, game that's coming out, like, you know, I don't think they need to satisfy anyone because. The, the, the kids who buy Pokemon, they're going to buy it regardless of whatever the fuck it is. So they don't care. Uh, the people who've been with Pokemon for their whole lives, um, I think there's two different audiences there. Like the adults who grew up with it are like split because some of them just, some of them don't care as well. But like, if you're like me, I just want to see them make a good game. I just want to see them make it like a Zelda, you know what I mean? Like a Breath of the Wild, but not like the one that's coming out because that one is trash. Yeah, uh, like Arceus does not look good. <laughs> I want them to tear down, just completely tear down what people think Pokemon is and rebuild it from the ground up, just like they did with Breath of the Wild. Like, and I think yeah, everyone will be happy with that. And it's it's funny you bring that up because if somebody wants a monster collecting game, maybe you know you've outgrown Pokemon. You know, you want I want a monster collecting game that's a bit darker. A monster collecting game with like higher stakes. I don't want a game where I'm going to like gyms and doing the same story over and over again. I want something deep. Play Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> yeah. I would say that's like the perfect like if what if what you want out of Pokemon, I say Shimagami Tensei might scratch that itch for you. Or like even like that that Power World game that's coming out. Oh yeah, that looks incredible. Yeah. That looks like Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Yeah. With guns and shit. <laughs> guns and shit. <laughs> like and this is coming from someone who's been playing Pokemon a long time, dude. Like, I love Pokemon. I still I told you earlier in the show, I was playing Sword. Didn't start it over. I'm just trying to build like a really good team right now. And it's part yeah. of that stuff I really like. I like the uh the mid-maxing that comes with that, you know, building a perfect team. I like seeing numbers go up. I like seeing um perfectly built and orchestrated members of a party who are built to do a specific job and seeing that kind of fruition. I like seeing that stuff. Um, but I feel like the package that Pokemon comes in now isn't different from the package that they've been coming in. And I'm kind of starting to get burnt out from it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see what they do with, uh, I don't think, 
Pokemon Arceus is going to like set the world on fire. And uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl definitely aren't going to set the world on fire either. I don't, I don't think Pokemon has much life left. I think so. I, I, it's still a super popular franchise. It is, it is, but I don't know. I, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Like if they keep going the way they have been going, I just, I can't. I know they're the biggest franchise on the planet, uh, but I just don't, I don't know if like the legs are there anymore. At least for like the games, this perspective, like it's a whole media franchise at this point, but. These games aren't aren't hidden, man. At least not. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I can't pretend to know like what the sales are on these games or like who's buying them or what. Maybe this ends up being like the top selling game of all time, and then I'm like, okay, well, no, they still got it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see with it. Meanwhile, I'm watching the trailer for Power World again, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> this is this is what fucking Arcea should have been. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see what they do, man. We'll see what they do. I really, really like what I've seen with Power World, though, and that's something cool. Uh, there's, you know, there's other games out there, too. There's uh, Nexamon, supposed to be really popular. Um, Cassette Beast looks really cool. That's another really cool-looking monster-collecting game. Um, Heartbeat's supposed to be really good. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what Pokemon does. But there's other alternatives there if you want to try something different. And uh looks like that's it, man. <laughs> that's everything. We hit everything we wanted to hit. Kept yeah. it about two hours, like always. Um, anything you want to share? You want to tell the people where to find us? Um, guys, you can go to gamerverse.com. You can go to gamerverse.com slash twitch. You can go to gamerverse.com slash YouTube. You can go to gamerverse.com slash Discord. Jump in there. Talk to us, have a chat, hang out, you know. Always having fun times in there. Um, Extra Life is still going on, actually, until the end of the year. So you can go to GamerVerse.com slash Extra Life. And, you know, throw a couple bucks, throw whatever you can. You know, any amount, every amount helps. So uh, I'm actually going to do exclamation point donate here in the chat. So I'll just give you the link. Uh... But um, yeah, I had a really good, had a really good time. Uh, this extra life, uh, found out some things about Resident Evil that I didn't know were in me. So, good. <laughs> but um, we're gonna be playing games this week. So, uh, we're gonna finish Psychonauts. We're at the end of that. We're gonna be finishing that. Ooh, that's um, the end of that then. I still want to play it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I haven't played Psychonauts. I haven't played Psychonauts one or two, but two's looking really good. So two I'm is like, game of the way. year. Game of the year, yeah. easily. Everyone tells um, me that. I'm gonna start with a one and work the long way there, but I'm gonna do it. And then, and then, um, I think I'm gonna start looking. Uh, I'm gonna start a new series called "Dude, It's on Game Pass" for PC. And That's then, actually a really good idea. <laughs> uh, and then just look at uh, Game Pass games that I wouldn't uh, otherwise play. Or um, I've got two already. Uh, Rift Breaker uh, I'm, I'm going to be checking out. 
which is like one of those super popular like building games like defense games where you like build your defenses and then like shit comes and attacks you uh never played one but this one has like an added element of like action rpg diablo shit in it which is really cool so oh yeah it's like yeah. A, what is it like a tower defense with like yeah rpg elements i'm into yeah. that okay this looks cool i might check this out with you so yeah we're gonna be doing that uh yeah so stay tuned for uh stuff guys it's gonna be gonna be stuff coming so that'd be cool i'm gonna make uh i'm gonna try to get an snt stream going once i find that capture card i recently moved i say recently this is like four months ago five months ago <laughs> but all my shit's still packed up you know how it goes man like if you don't use yeah. it every day it's still packed up um but yeah you know just come check us out guys it's great having everybody we do this live every week come check us out come talk with us we love hearing from you guys and uh be safe 